We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. What's trending? All right, let's check in on the hot topics. Trending, trending, trending. Number one on what's trending, of course, now we know the opponent for the Chiefs. They're going to host the Jacksonville Jaguars Saturday afternoon, 3.30 kickoff from Arrowhead. It's the one-seed Chiefs versus the four-seed AFC South champion, Jacksonville Jaguars, who had that uh, great win over the Chargers. We'll talk more about Brandon Staley and the Chargers after what's trending. But we know that's one AFC game, and then the other one will be Sunday afternoon at uh, 2 o'clock. That'll be the Bills and the Bengals. So the even though the games were way, way closer, the way everybody thought the AFC bracket would go in wildcard week, it actually ended up going that way. I mean, people maybe thought the Chargers, but in terms of pure seeding, right, the, all the top seeds won on the AFC side. Same thing as always, the young quarterbacks of the AFC dominate. Lawrence, Burrow, Mahomes, and Allen. Like, if you run a TV market, that feels like the dream situation. Four quarterbacks who were all taken in the top ten of the NFL draft all playing against each other in a single round. You know, it's like, that's that's dream stuff. Do you think the Chiefs, no matter what, would have been in that Saturday, early Saturday window? Because one, like, I think the Chargers could have pushed their slot. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. See, I think as long as... LA market? Cincinnati and Buffalo, as long as that always was going to be... That yeah, was you're gonna, losing to that. That was going to get the Sunday afternoon or Saturday night. Like, to me, it was going to be one of those two. And then once the Giants and Philadelphia matched up, they're like, oh, we're, that's going New York, New York, Philly market, Saturday night. Yeah, I did feel like you were losing that. I thought there was a chance that Sunday night game you might still beat them out if it was Chargers. But it's, I mean, probably not. In the end, you were probably just going to end up on that Saturday slot. Next up on Watch Training, the AP Top 25 out. Missouri, God, no longer in the Top 25. K-State falls to number 13. They lost to TC over the weekend, 82-68. Missouri's now lost three in a row. They lost to Florida, 73-64. But KU keeps winning. The Iowa State on Saturday in a close one, 62-60. Obviously, KU and K-State will take on each other tomorrow. That'll be two versus 13 based on the current AP rankings. A wild atmosphere at Bramlage uh, tomorrow night. No question about that. And you know, KU continues to find ways to win at Allen Fieldhouse. Close close games, but they continue. Like, they when close the sweat, man. When they're, when they're down uh, at Allen Fieldhouse, continues to be uh, a, a great opportunity to make some money betting them when they're down. And it happened again on Saturday as well. Next up, I want to try to make a bet final. for Carrington. Uh, I didn't. He did try to get me to make a bet for him for Jacksonville again uh, on Saturday night. Even after this, he tried to get it you did. to bet again. It did. It did. But by the way, Jags plus two and a half Jags money line ended up hitting never a doubt. Right. But no, he wanted me to make a bet in our group chat. You were in the same group chat on Saturday night. And I was like, yeah, I'm not, not making a bet on call. I'm not on call. Not happening. Move to Kansas or legalize or wait it. for Missouri to legalize mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Uh, tonight, final wild card game bucks, Cowboys, Bucks, two and a half point dogs to the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas, of course, coming off a bad performance against Washington last week. But Tom Brady, I mean, either way, it's interesting because of the Tom Brady factor. Yeah, Tom Brady either looks great and like, uh oh, here we go again. 
which we haven't seen any of that really this year other than two-minute warning. Or it's like, wow, Tom Brady bounced in wild card weekend for what, maybe the first time in his career? Something like that. He's never lost to the Cowboys also. And then on the flip side, Mike McCarthy, if he somehow loses this game, then people are going to be calling for his head. So there's a lot of implications storyline-wise with a win or a loss for either team tonight. But I, I do like the Cowboys to win tonight. All football reasons mean the Cowboys win by 30. The Tom Brady reasons mean the Bucks win <laughs> for no enough. reason. Fair Next up on Watch Trading, not that it wasn't expected, but it is official. C.J. Stroud has officially declared for the NFL draft. Most draft experts predict him to go in the top 10. I guess it sits right now. People most think Bryce Young's still going first, right? But C.J. Stroud expected to be at least somewhere in the top 10 in the upcoming NFL draft. I bet he would have made a ton of money to go back to Ohio State and NIL deals, but still. Yeah, but when you're going to be a top near, 10 NFL draft yeah. pick, you got to go. Well, he might be top three. There's no way they could have found – like the NIL money would have had to been completely outrageous. Astronomical. Uh, for it to make sense for him and also knowing the injury risk of staying in college. Uh, Bryce Young is the favorite to be the first pick, minus 125 in the draft. C.J. Stroud has the second best odds to be the number one overall pick. And then Jalen Carter, 5-1, to one, Will Anderson, 5-1, to one, Will Levis, about 8-1. to one. Those are the, the favorites right now to be the number one overall Will pick. Levis is going to have his Mac Jones moment. Remember when the, they were like, the Niners really love yeah. Mac Jones at two. We oh, thought, I think we've already seen the odds shift a like, little are bit. Are you yeah. sure? Like, well, he's a really impressive in the interview process. Him? <laughs> it's going to be that him, that Good one. leader. <laughs> Work ethic. I like it. it's just how wrong every team is. You trade a million picks and you take Trey Lance, and then it turns out you got a better pick with like the dead last pick that's in the draft. Why it's so like, tough, man. you did better with that one than Look, when you gave up all those picks for the other guy. That's why it's so tough to find <laughs> franchise quarterback. We all in Kansas City. It took twenty plus, thirty plus years to find one. You know, I mean, that's <laughs> a long you, time. Didn't, you didn't try to draft one. I mean, this is the challenge, and why once you have that guy, it makes your life so much easier to try to actually go and win a. A championship. Lastly, on what's trending, don't forget this Friday we'll get set for the playoffs this week at Red Friday Show. We're going to be out at Rally House from 10 to 2, Rally House in Overland Park, right around 95th and Quivira, the Oak Park location. Michael Massey and MJ Melendez of the Royals are going to join us and actually co host the show for the 1 o'clock hour, commercial free. So come on out. We hope to see you guys there uh, on Friday afternoon, and it'll be good to talk. MJ Melendez, Michael Massey, I know they're excited to talk some football with us. And before we know it, they'll be heading to spring training themselves. I know uh, they'll be heading to the Chiefs game themselves on uh, Saturday afternoon, too. Well, and, you know, we think about the young Royals. Most of these guys got called up uh, either at the beginning of the year or in the middle of the year in Massey's case. You have a chance to meet them. This is your chance to meet them. They'll be with us for an entire hour from one until two. As we've said, commercial free that entire stretch. So really looking forward to seeing everybody out at Rally House. Now, which will be the day before the game. I feel yeah. very, that's like high schools, but like the pep rally, like Red almost Friday, right, right yeah. there. Red Friday before a Saturday playoff game. They'll be first on the docket again. First up. That is what's trending here on Cody and Gold. And because the Chiefs are playing on Saturday, you'll hear from Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes tomorrow. Tomorrow at 1145. Obviously, normally we would hear from Andy right around now. That's why you're not hearing from him. Schedule gets moved around with the Saturday game. So tomorrow, 1145, Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. We'll get to all 32 in the NFL here in about eight minutes or so. Um, but we mentioned in What's Trending, the Chargers losing to Jacksonville and, and Brandon Staley and his team blowing one of the biggest leads in playoff history. They had a 27 nothing lead. And, of course, Trevor Lawrence in the second half was great, and they could not be stopped offensively in the second half. They get the game-winning field goal, 31-30, the final score. That's why the Jags are coming to Kansas City on Saturday afternoon. 
And it was one of the most enjoyable uh, experiences watching that game because if you're a Chiefs fan, you guys know time and time again, year after year, the Chargers have been the team that everybody says is going to overtake the Chiefs more than anybody else in this division. And yeah, they made the playoffs, won 11 games, not a bad, not a bad season, a lot of injuries, okay. But they looked dominant in the first half. Like, uh-oh, oh, uh-oh. Four uh-oh. turnovers, Asante Samuel Jr.'s got three picks. And in one game, in one half, they went back to being the L.A. Chargers and actually the San Diego Chargers Is that as the well. most chargering they've ever chargered? I mean, is well, that the maximum be. version? It, it, it has to be. I mean, there have been some seasons where the division lead was getting interesting and then they crapped down their leg. You know, so we've had that. But in one game, man, your third biggest playoff comeback ever. I mean, yes, I know the Chiefs have blown. Their fair share of playoff leads. We know this. We didn't have Justin Herbert at quarterback. They they, had a pretty good one in Alex Smith. They did. Um, But that was so enjoyable. Like, the the Jags get a ton of credit, of course, for coming back. But the Chargers. Really? Really? That happened? Oh, I love it. Who do you put it on the most? I think think I'm going to put it on Stanley, man. I think I'm going to put it on Herbert. No, see, I don't think that's fair to Herbert. Why? I, I what think, do you mean? I, I All you had to do was score a damn field goal. I, I we weren't asking that much you're for just him. Try, no, you're I, just so trying think, to be shocking right now. <laughs> I do put so, it more on Herbert. I, so here, okay. Really? Uh, real quick. Brandon Staley. Shark from, the, the, <laughs> the reason why I put on Staley, a couple reasons. You mentioned the field goal. Let's not forget uh, Cameron Dicker, whatever. Yeah. Missed a field goal. Otherwise, they actually. The three, there's your three you were looking for. So, like, he did get them in field goal range. He missed the field goal. I'm uh, not putting on the kicker, but I'm just saying, like, let's not forget. He missed it. He did. Brandon Staley in the second half ran the ball under six times. Yeah, which with when a you have 27, a 27 point lead. Which I understand it was 27 7 at halftime, but still, okay, you get the point. 20 point lead. Wasn't willing to run the ball. That's been an issue throughout this season as well. Uh, how how you you, you lost didn't have Mike Williams you, available you, because of the bad coaching decision the week before. Coaching him out practice, practice the week before. Uh, you had lost control of your team. I mean, Joey Bosa is out there getting personal foul penalties, throwing his helmet on the ground. You're you, picking it up and he's throwing it again. Yeah, like you lost it. So no, 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 no. That that is more. If we're doing the pie chart of blame for the Chargers' loss, Brandon Staley's getting north of sixty-five percent of it for me. Herbert wasn't good in that game. Completed less than sixty percent of his passes. He looked off for majority of it. And the the reason why I really do consider him part of a big part of the problem in that game yesterday is. He is not good in crunch time. I mean, look at the evidence at this point, Gold. Like, I'm not saying he's never had a game-winning drive or doesn't go back, but, like, by but, comparison, the Mahomes-Allen-Burrow part, man, you see it. Yeah. You see the killer instinct that they're out for blood, that they're not going to let this happen on their watch no matter what that guy is doing. Like, I'm not, again, nobody bats 100%. Nobody loses 100% of those games. But I feel like there is a well, he gets, noticeable trend in these games in the big spot. Like, he starts to get tight. He plays tight. He makes worse decisions in these moments. He does not play his best under duress. He plays his best when things are going great. Yeah, I mean, and, and usually the really great ones, to your point, you listed off guys like Mahomes and, and, and Brady and even Joe Burrow right now. Josh Allen to that extent, too. Where they're when they're angry, like they're ticked off at themselves, they they do play their their best. It seems like it is the opposite for Justin Herbert for whatever reason, and that that is problematic. But look, if I mean, I'm not saying Herbert's uh, no blame blameless, whatsoever, yeah. Or blameless. Yeah, thank you. And I'm not saying <laughs> Staley like, is but, either. Yeah, like, 
but if you're saying if you're telling me today that you think Brandon Staley should be fired, and we both we both wouldn't be that's surprised, a culmination. Um, but yeah, then it, then like how does how are we not saying that he gets most of that blame? Because if he doesn't give most of the blame, then how how can you tell me he should be fired? You know why I feel like Staley needs to be fired is I don't think he believes in himself right now. He's questioning all of it. He keeps going back like in the middle of games. He's like changing decisions that don't seem to need to be changed. He was the most aggressive coach in the NFL last year. Now he's not. He like he he can't seem to decide what he wants to be. Yeah, and at the very early. least, you have to have conviction in what you're doing. You have to decide that this is who you are. This is who you are as a coach. This is your philosophy. It could end up being wrong, but changing your philosophy constantly is not doing anyone any good. It's just not. I don't think he's getting fired, though. No, I don't either. You know, because I, I read Jim Trotter had like a really good article. He's covered the team for a really long time about he thinks it's unfair to call them cheap. I don't know that that's unfair, but the rest of it is logical in the well, sense that why I think Staley will keep his job. Yeah, I mean, it's not even that they're cheap. It's just by NFL standards with owners, that ownership group doesn't have as much money as others. You know, he's not David Tepper. He's not the Walton family. And so you're going to pay, let's say, I don't know, I'm just throwing out $12 million to say goodbye to Staley, let's just say. And then you're going to go pay Sean Payton on a four- or five-year deal that's going to make him probably one of the top three highest-paid coaches in football. And you're going to give up draft capital. And then, as you, you said, at some point, you're going to have to put money in escrow for Justin Herbert's new deal. Like, is that the ownership group that's willing to do that? And it doesn't seem like that maybe is the case. I mean, we, we already know the Raiders, uh, they're not firing Josh McDaniels in large part because they can't afford to fire him. So this happens. I mean, it, ha- it just happens that two of the owners are in the AFC West. This is great news for Kansas City. Oh, Brandon Staley coming back versus them hiring Sean Payton. That's yeah. how I know. Yeah. That's how I know he should be fired. When we're all like, yay, <laughs> Staley's coming back. Well, how can you not feel good? not a threat. How can you not feel good about it after what we just saw the last two weeks play out for the Chargers? And I so, like that guy at the bar. This guy, Staley, not a threat. That guy was a threat, I think. Yeah. I think he maybe. was threatening you. Oh, he oh, he was definitely threatening <laughs> me. Yeah, definitely threatening I don't think me. he went as far to say, like, let's fight, right? It never oh, got he, that he was, far. But he, he would have welcomed a fight. Yeah, we can bring up the story again at some point if you would like. I mean, because people that are just tuning in have no idea what you're talking about, I think, right now. But but that guy was begging, begging me to respond back, I think. Yes, you're you're you are correct. Yeah, I think I think he wanted to fight. I wonder how he thought that would have ended for him. Like, did he think that if he whooped your ass, then like those girls would have went home with him? I don't know. You know. Wow, what a hunk! Starting a random bar fight. We love you. Some people are idiots. For Let's do it. A reason, man. You know. That's exactly what that guy thought was going to happen. He was going to kick Alex's ass, and he'd be like, "You know what? You're a real man." He's seen too Not many. Not this mo- guy. I'm he's with. seen too many movies. You don't think there's, like, a girl who would be interested in? Someone would be like, oh, I want the guy who can kick the other guy's ass. There's, like, a girl, right? Yeah, but it's a very specific. Low probability, but. Well, it's a very specific type of girl that I'm picturing. (laughs) She probably has a barbed wire tattoo around her (laughs) bicep. Is the girl you went on a date with, does she have a barbed wire tattoo? Yeah, I mean, I I guess I don't know 100%, but no, I'm going to go ahead and say no. Okay. I mean, you'd seen her on the bicep. I'm assuming her her arms were exposed. You would have seen, you know, you would have seen a barbed wire tattoo. Cody, Cody, it sounds weird. I assume her arms were exposed. I was just having a conversation. You weren't though. We'll talk more about. (laughs) We'll talk more about. uh, This is how I talk. Saturday night and and very close to a bar (laughs) fight. We'll get to that uh, a little bit later on in the show to fill people in more on the on what Cody is referencing from Saturday night, uh, if you would like. But in the meantime, let's get to all 32 in the NFL. And it's presented by Anthony Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electric. I mean, this kind of is a carryover from the Brandon Staley conversation. It wasn't just him, man. The whole weekend was a reminder of how coaching, yes, is magnified in the playoffs. 
and how you better have yeah. a coach you feel confident. Look, we've been critical last year AFC title game with some of the issues with Andy Reid. But man, oh man, you'll take Andy Reid over any of these other guys that coached this past weekend in a heartbeat based off of some of the lack of time management. Some of the stuff Andy's been criticized in the past that it's gotten a lot better at, I think. It was like way worse than normal. It was normal. awful. Plays couldn't get called in at times. Mike McDaniel, Brandon Staley, Sean McDermott, even in a win, there was some problems with that. I mean, it was all, the whole weekend. Even I mean, the, the whole weekend, it was problematic. Harbaugh blew like two minutes a game clock at the end of a close game of the division the, right. The Ravens had the ball at their opponent's 47-yard line, and they took their sweet-ass time what, 30 seconds run off the clock? So they had to throw a Hail Mary. Yeah, it was it was off. I just and Harbaugh, I think we've I think Harbaugh is still one of the better Same. coaches in the league. What happened? Did but, everyone just collectively decide we don't care about game management this weekend? Because it was across the board, right? Like universal. Everyone stunk. I don't know if that means it's gonna change in this following, <laughs> but it felt like I mean, I guess I'm assuming that's coming again tonight. Because that felt like one of the overwhelming themes of this weekend, right? I mean, with Todd the Bowles coaches and Mike didn't McCarthy, know how any of it worked. With Todd Bowles and Mike McCarthy coaching tonight, there is a very good chance of some <laughs> some coaching malpractice. That is true. Just, yes, oh, for, perfect. It'll bleed right into yeah. the next thing. One of the the only there was a lot of close games. The only game that ended up being a blowout was the 49ers. and because of that, and the way that Brock Purdy performed, you're out. The 49ers are out of the Trey Lance business. Mm. They got to trade him. Trade him for what? For who? To who? To whoever will give you something. Legit question. Who? I mean, who's who would? If you're like a GM, look, I'll tell you right now. Trey Lance was a top five pick in the NFL. If I were the Raiders, if I were the Jet, like, and maybe it's not those teams because they think they have established rosters. But if I was a team looking for a quarterback and they take a third round pick for Trey Lance, I'd give it. I know this is the same thing as the Jordan Love discussion, though. To a point, I understand. It's just like, that Lance was drafted higher. That's the yeah, only difference. And, That's and, the only difference. And it doesn't seem like they chose against Lance because they, like, Jordan Love, it seemed pretty clear they chose Rodgers because they didn't believe in Jordan Love. Trey Lance just got hurt. I didn't, they clearly were going to go with Trey Lance. They liked Trey mm-hmm. Lance. That was their choice. Over Jimmy Garoppolo, over Purdy, that was their guy. The problem is they got it too right. And Brock Purdy's winning a ton of games. And this fit works. And it's another rookie quarterback on a rookie deal you can buy four years with. You burned two with Trey Lance. You burned one to your own fault by letting Jimmy G start for an entire year, and then he got hurt the second year. You got two years left to run away on Trey Lance. You got four years with Brock Purdy, and he looks like the goods. And Are if he's, you sure? Because there were a couple times in that game where it looked like a guy who was the last pick in the, the draft, fir- in the first half, early in that game. In the first half. The second half, he was great. And this uh, is against one of the league's worst defenses. I know, but I mean, in the like end. Is one game enough to know that the last my, my, Mr. Irrelevant is all of a sudden a franchise quarterback? What do you do then? Do you just stick them? Like, I'm just curious, like, what your, would your plan just be put them in training camp together and compete? I think you. See who wins the job? Yeah, I think you come back next year and say, hey, great job, Brock, but also you were the last pick in the draft for a reason. We're going to go ahead and maybe kick around the second overall pick. Yeah, because I mean, Trey Lance is obviously the more athletic guy. It's not even close in terms of the, the actual, like, skill set. And right? Christian McCaffrey's. But, and that system. I mean, showing up helps. It, it's kind of weird because. For, what was the big knock on, on on Jimmy G for a while? It was like, okay, yeah, he can win a lot of games, but he's not gonna, he's not the guy that's going to win a Super Bowl, even though he made yeah. it to a Super Bowl. Trey Lance, they were like, oh, this guy can take our offense to a whole nother, whole nother level. Brock Purdy, 
is more likely to be Jimmy Garoppolo than Trey Lance. I know, but at the same time, Brock Purdy is only one touchdown shy of Jimmy G's entire postseason numbers. Yeah, but you told one me. touchdown. Correct, but then you, like, correct, but you told me time and time again that Jimmy Garoppolo is not a very good quarterback. So you're like, so then what? Yeah, no. I, so that's not the bar that we're trying. Yeah, to Yeah, I don't think here. it's that crazy that like, that he's got a chance to be better than Jimmy G I, because we've already stated where we think, and they almost won a Super Bowl with Jimmy G. There's got to be a GM though that like if you're saying trade Trey Lance then you need to know, is there another GM out there that fell in love with him during the draft process two years ago that also happens to be a team that has the draft assets that also is willing to take that risk? Like, Chris Ballard can't trade for Trey Lance. No, but if Mike Vrabel... Can you imagine if Chris Ballard goes and trades for Trey Lance? He can't be the GM to do that, I don't think. No, but if Mike Vrabel, let's say, you know, they can save $18 million by cutting Ryan Tam. They Mm -hmm. were a big, huge Trey Lance fan. Yeah, I don't know. And they'll cough up for a third? Do it. Mm. Do it. Like, right now, that is a time, or if you're one of those teams that is too far away from the top quarterback spots, like the amount it will cost you to take the chance. Because in the end, Trey Lance is still the number two overall pick. And the reason he's not on the field is because everyone thinks he stinks. Carolina Panthers? To me, it's not the same as maybe, but to me, it's just not the same as those other quarterbacks where, like, it was clear that the reason they had fallen out of favor with Josh Rosen or or Jordan mm-hmm. Love. They had fallen out of favor because the team the teams who had him didn't think they could play quarterback. Also, that, that wasn't the case with Trey. That was also when by the time they came in, a different regime. It was. Like, at least the head coach. The GM was the same for the Cardinals, but Cliff came in and was like, yeah, Josh Rosen's not the guy I want. I want and Kyler. he was right. Um, Rosen stinks. He, he, he did, yeah. Rosen's a backup Stunk? or not even in the league Steven or something. League? I don't know. Whereas, let's not forget, John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan, they both were there when they drafted Trey Lance. So it's a little bit, it is a little bit different in that regard. You know it would be an interesting one? Miami. Only because if they're going to move on from Tua because of the health stuff, did yeah, Mike? Did, how did much he, did Mike did he, McDaniel yeah. like Trey Lance? Only because of the connection. Sure, sure. So only a little. I would say a little bit of doom, no gloom. Alex provided quite a bit, of, quite a bit of doom there, just talking about how all the coaches stink. Mm. I was talking Cody about Cody was Go- okay. Cody was like kind of like propping up Mister Irrelevant. So, in his stead of gloom, <laughs> I will bring it with the Minnesota Vikings. I just want to take a moment to to sit here and, and remember what happened between the Vikings and the Giants, specifically Kirk Cousins. Great stat line. Man, if you just look played at the box score. Played great yesterday. You actually did. Played you actually great. Played you played yesterday. great. 31 of 39, completed 79% of his passes, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Phenomenal game from Kirk Cousins. But as has always been the case across the course of his career, he was awful when it mattered most. <laughs> he threw a three-yard threw check. Threw a three-yard yeah. check down with the game on the line. And I just want to remember, from now until the end of time, that is, has been, and will always be who Kirk Cousins is. He'll win you 10 games. He'll win you 11 games. He'll, He'll get 4,000 yards. He'll get 4,000 yards. He'll throw for 30 touchdowns. He'll be The, the stats are going to look good. But when it's nut-cutting time, that guy cannot make a play to save his life because his he just doesn't – he's not wired like that. And that's okay. That's fine. There's a spot for Kirk Cousins. He will always have a job as a starting quarterback. He is like – he's like Derek Carr on cocaine, right? It's, it's fun at times, but often it's going to leave you feeling sick and, and regretful. And that's yeah. how the Vikings prior are that, feeling. He prior is to never that drive. He actually was great yesterday, though. That's phenomenal. I'm just telling that's you. Like, great. We're acting like we're acting like he was awful yesterday. No, no, no. It's just it's that it's moment. That, it's that decision it's that, that he always when makes. The, when you need and him P, to and, make and, a big and, play and, at the end of the game, and with Kirk, he Cousins, is not going to be able to do it because he's not. He doesn't throw to the sticks. He's not one of those guys yeah, that was, says, "You know what? I got to make a play right here." He's like, "Uh oh, 
better get the ball out of my hands. I don't know what's going on. And he throws a yeah, three-yard he, check I mean, down to TJ Hawkinson. Inexcusable pass. I'm just saying, like, with Kirk Cousins also, like, he hasn't done himself any favors anyway. Like, not just you, Nick, but, like, everybody's waiting to pounce on Kirk Cousins for that oh, one yeah. moment anyway. Easy like, target. He's a very easy target. But, yeah, you can't throw five yards behind Speaking this. of easy targets, that was not an easy target because <laughs> TJ Hawkinson was covered. He was blanketed, some would Correct. say. But, but basically every other – this is the funniest part. What if you break any tackles? If you see, like, afterwards, they, they always come out with the plays, like the dots that show all the routes that were made. Yeah. Every single other receiver that ran around on that play was running beyond the stick. So not to say that any of them are open <laughs> yeah, or that any of them would have caught the ball, but – See, this is where I'm like, TJ Those are Hawkinson. the only players that would have given you a chance to get a first down. I, I get it. But like, also, like, if I'm looking at that play, too – TJ Hawkinson gets some blame. What the hell are you running around five yards below? That's probably the play. That's probably the play call. There's no way. It's a decoy. There's no way. It's not going to throw it to me. That's probably what it like. There's there's a reason why they run at different levels. It's to manipulate his own defense and try to create opportunities down the field. And Kirk Cousins is like, nah, let me take the easy three here and we can call it a season. It's just, it's every time with him. I think what it is is like maybe whoever is his coach. Moving forward, it'll Kevin be O'Connell. Kevin O'Connell. No, I know. I just meant like whoever his coach is like, let's say he doesn't end up with the Vikings. If it is ever fourth down, like when you're in his headset, you'd be like, hey, dummy, it is fourth down. You have to throw it beyond the sticks. You have to try. And honestly, I, I feel like if you look at the. Because Derek Carr does that too. Well, the, yes. And I think that is not one, not the only way, but it's one of the easiest marks between the great ones and the average ones. It's the great ones, they don't know, not to say they always convert on fourth down. But, like, Mahomes and Burrow and Allen, if it, Brady, if it's fourth down, they are throwing to the sticks. It may be an incompletion. They will the, heave it 50 yards in the air just they, as long as it's past the marker. They, and Alex Smith, like, I know we love Alex Smith, but, yeah. like, he was the king of that in Kansas City as well. Third and ten, here's a little four-yard check down, get the completion percentage up, and send the punting unit on. You can't really do that at the end of the game, which Kirk Cousins has made a career of. No, oh, look, I, I get it, especially now in Kansas City where we have Patrick Mahomes, the best quarterback in the league, like, we are grading everybody on this Mahomes scale. And so anybody that's not Mahomes, Burrow, Allen, or 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 I would have said Herbert, which I still think he's pretty damn good. We're acting as if like these other guys just aren't Justin any Herbert good. Justin Herbert would have thrown to the We're acting like there. any of these guys aren't any good. Like that's the only thing. Like there's there's a reason why these guys are, yeah. as we always say, are elite, because there's only a few of them. You're not like not if we were all like, man, Kirk Cousins, he's almost just as good as Mahomes. Well then Mahomes wouldn't be that special. I'm just like, saying it's just, it's, all I'm saying is I would rather be Cody's son right. than be a Vikings fan. <laughs> What the hell Whoa. is that supposed to mean? That's twice today you've questioned his parenting. I think that was a questioning of the parenting right there. Again, that's twice. That's not what I said. You, you actually there are so to... many other ways you could have said it. Like, I would have said, <laughs> I would rather, I want Kirk Cousins' ability, but Ryan Fitzpatrick's brain. Like, I want him to just be hyper-aggressive that's for no reason. That's your way of saying it. And Nick then you have questioned the... my parent for the second time in the show. That's and like, not what I said. Tenth time in two weeks. Yeah. I just said I don't want to be... I don't want you to be. You know what? I'm glad that you haven't procreated at all. I'm glad you don't have any kids. <laughs> I will someday. And I hope it stays that way forever. I will someday. And then my kid's gonna my kid's gonna be so strong and athletic, he's gonna come to your house and dunk on you. <laughs> yeah. Nick, I think, had the gloomiest all thirty two, by the way, presented yeah. by Anthony Plumbing Heating Cooling. No, and in, in a way that was actually nice of me to highlight how great Chiefs fans have it. Hmm. That's what I was really trying that to say. That was the point of the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> Coming up next, though, there was one game in particular where we saw all the scenarios that concerned Kansas City come to life. We'll explain what that is next. 
You're listening to Cody and Gold, brought to you by Gan Asphalt and Concrete. For asphalt, concrete, and parking lot maintenance, Gan Asphalt and Concrete. One contractor, all things parking lot. Trusted in Kansas City since 1994. Online at gannasphalt.com. Subscribe and download all new episodes of Nick's Waving in the Week podcast, released every Thursday on the 435 Podcast Network and the Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Back here on Cody and Gold, Alex Gold, Cody Tapp, Nick Schwert with you. We'll get to the random question of the day coming up in about 12 minutes or so. Reminder, our NFL playoff coverage brought to you by Centric. Learn more at centric.com slash 610. I thought the one game over the weekend that they kind of reminded me of all the same things we've discussed of what it looks like if the Chiefs were to lose a playoff game. Uh, wasn't that what a majority of the Bills Miami Dolphins game was, except Buffalo did find a way to win. One of the complaints we've had at times during the regular season for the Chiefs is like, oh, they, they're making mistakes. They don't look good. They're barely winning games. In the playoffs, you can get away with that, or you you, you do that and, and nobody's going to care. You, sure. It's very unlikely you get away with that. The Bills got away with it because they're going up against a third-string quarterback in, in Skylar and Thompson. You can really boil it down I mean, to pretty much that. Right? I mean, because special teams blunder. Big return or two. Uh, the interceptions from Josh Allen. So turnovers in the game. Some questionable uh, time management uh, decisions. Uh, for Sean McDermott uh, and also on the other side, of course, Mike McDaniel, the the head coach for the Dolphins couldn't get plays in on time. I thought that entire game was like the formula of how you typically can lose a playoff game as the team that is a heavy favorite. The Bills did everything possible to do that. They had a 17 nothing lead, let the Dolphins have life and confidence. Skylar Thompson heading back in the second half, obviously had a lot of confidence because he got the touchdown Kept screwing up, giving Miami yeah. all these chances before half to get the things back. Even which they did briefly. I know it finished 2017 mm-hmm. at half, but walked them right back into the game. It's the, it, I think my biggest takeaway from these games was that I felt good that the chiefs didn't have to play in them. Because they can have that game. We've seen that game many times this year, as you've pointed out. And I'm a little bit frustrated that Buffalo decided to have it now. <laughs> because if it's teams that are as good as the Chiefs and the Bills or the Bengals, they don't really do that kind of thing, Gold, more than once in a postseason run. 
This was the Buffalo's one implosion. And it didn't cost them the game because if you pointed out, they got to face Skylar Thompson, a third string quarterback who, I mean, was giving it his all. Certainly kept his team in the game. Credit to them for even having that game be anything at all, considering they were, what, a 14-point underdog by the time that game actually kicked off? I. But it's just one of those. It is a, it is a stark reminder of how quickly things can go bad for pretty much any team who is really good. And we haven't seen the Chiefs let it go that bad probably since the Colts game. We've seen it go bad, right, where they made the mistakes against Denver and made it through and won. But the Bills did everything wrong. They were letting up big plays. They were turning the ball over. Special teams was a mess. Like, they were doing the, the Colts game version of that and still won. That'll still speak to their talent. As much as we want to, like, knock down the Bills and the Bengals for their performance, that's just the playoffs. They're not upset that they won ugly. Yeah. No, and in the playoffs, you can – it really – I mean, you can be upset that somebody had three interceptions. Look at Trevor Lawrence and, 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 the, and the five turnovers in that game as a team. Like, you found a way to win. You move on. Like – you don't have to apologize for winning games in the playoffs whatsoever. Can we at least kill Tony Romo's idea of calling him Mr. January, though? Yeah, that was weird. Can Romo we kill that? Was, look, I, we know that, like, Romo, by the way, oozed and oz over Patrick Mahomes as well, so let's not act like that doesn't happen. But no, was, he was. But it was weird, the whole, like, fired Mr. Up. Josh, Mr. January. That didn't make any sense to me. I didn't get that one either. Like, this is why Josh Allen is Mr. January. It was, <laughs> I was, honestly, I was actually borderline confused. I was like, wait. Like, I know he's got really good stats he in does. the playoffs. He does, yeah. But he has so few wins. You can't call <laughs> anybody Mr. Anything unless they've, like, dominated that particular field for so long. Also, I think Mr. January is an insult. Okay. Because the most important game in the NFL is played in February. I don't think, it, like, being Mr. January is all that cool because in you'd fairness, rather be Mr. February, well, a more important time of the season to play. Right, but you said it. There's only one game in February, and so unless your name is Tom Brady, there is no Mr. February. <laughs> You, you can't I mean? ever like, be Mr. There February. No, there is no Mr. February. Well, then just no one should it's, be Mr. January. That's the saddest it's, thing to be king of. I'm it, king of the kind of playoff games, but not the most important one, but some of the others. I mean, You're right. Got, Tom Brady he, would be Mr. February in that. He's got other nicknames. It's with Josh Allen, if you include fumbles and picks, he's got like 30 of them. 30 or 31. Like fumbles, not necessarily lost, but fumbles. Like 30 fumbles, if you combine his picks and all that. It's really bizarre this season. He's been very turnover prone, and... Uh, in this game, it, it did almost cost the, the Buffalo Bills. The other part, you mentioned the broadcast. I'm sure someone had maybe, maybe, maybe uh, you know, much like the late uh, John Madden, who didn't like flying. Maybe that was the reason. You know, they, they pointed out Skylar Thompson, who's a local kid, uh, and his dad drove 15 hours from Missouri to Western New York. I'm confused. Like, I understand Skylar Thompson's a rookie in the league. And he's a third stringer, but he's been on an active roster all year. He makes still decent money doing that, just even at vet minimum. He can pop for like a five hundred dollar ticket or rookie minimum, I should say. I'm just surprised. It's maybe, maybe truly, maybe he doesn't like to fly. I don't know. Like that was surprising to me. I'm like, if Skylar Thompson would have pulled off that upset, buy your dad a plane ticket back home, please. Somehow figure out how to get the car. This home. is like Let the Jordan home. Love parent thing. You're like, is this it? Now he had better seats. He did have better seats. They showed him. He definitely had better seats than Jordan Love's parents did when they came to Arizona. We had to drive fifteen hours but to sit them. Yeah, I'm like, get on a flight. And so maybe he doesn't like flying because otherwise it makes no sense why you would drive 15 hours. Your son's a quarterback in the NFL. Or, or you know, let's consider the some parents are the parents who would never take anything from their kid under any circumstance. Mm. Are they that parent? Like, if you offered your parents a plane ticket, I think they'd take it, right? They'd be like, hey, I'm, especially if you made great money, you're like, I'm going to buy you a plane ticket. You can come out and see me uh, host on Radio Road. Doesn't matter. And you can, you know, like, I think my parents, they, I think my parents like, would take it. But I think there are parents who'd like, be like, no, I'm not taking a a handout from I'm the parent 
like the parents who never let you pay for a single meal in their entire lives or whatever, right? If if you know if the game was in Chicago and you're like, oh, his family drove from St. Louis, I'm like, okay, all right, whatever, okay, fine, still would have flown, but whatever. Fifteen hours seems wild to me. Yeah, that's What's, almost. Have you, 15, I think I've done that drive like not that twice, not that maybe drive, in my life three times of drive. Yeah, two three times mm-hmm. maybe. Fifteen hour drive, that's brutal. And then now he's got to drive back <laughs> after the loss. Or after the loss, no. Just pay. Just have your kid pay to have someone drive your car back. Oh, you just ship the car. That costs a lot of money, too. It's like 1500 bucks. Way more just cheaper <laughs> to buy the Just get that flight. Maybe he wanted his car around New York. Text line says, I don't know if this is true. Text line says he, he didn't fly because he was worried about the, the canceled flights and all that. Uh, Hasn't that calmed down a little bit, though? Also, also take a flight game, a day the, early. Yeah, the game was on Sunday. You knew your son all week was going to fly in Thursday or Friday if you have to the Buffalo. Yeah, you can I get just, there. Anyway. And then you could still drive if needed. Yeah, it says get him to Miami by the time of the game. Again, he's fighting in New York. The game wasn't in Miami. He could have fly. Yeah, I don't know. I'm surprised. I don't know. Is that? Do also, you think hasn't that, the Southwest stuff calmed down? That's not still a huge problem. Nick, I you're the most frequent traveler yeah. on this show. How how have your flights been lately? I haven't flown since I got back in town, and I think you know that. Um, but your girlfriend's flown in town several times. How have her flights gone? Well, no, she hasn't. She flown in. She flew in town the two days after I got back, and it got canceled. That was December. <laughs> today, there have been 1,200 cancellations today. That was December 29th or whatever. Uh, that's a lot now, of cancellations. Within the, that's worldwide, I think. U.S. into or within into uh, the U.S., 179. Because there's always cancellations. That feels like a normal number. That's a normal that's number. That's a very, yeah. That's, that's understandable. My point being is, if you wanted to fly, I don't buy the, like, the idea you're just worried about the. the I'll give flights. Romo this. I think a lot of people were annoyed with him because of how big of a deal he was making. Like, oh, and he was like making up a million nicknames and it felt like mm-hmm. it was getting there. It was still better than the Tony Dungy Al Michaels crew. Oh, man. They had no energy whatsoever in the comeback win for the Jags. Who would have thought that Tony Dungy, well, he's, as a color analyst, wouldn't, wouldn't be like yeah, super was, dynamic, which is it, funny because, you know, I, I always thought Jason Garrett would be perfect in the booth uh, with all the enthusiasm that he has. Look, it was the most boring I, 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 Game ever, according to them, the twenty-seven yeah. point comeback. Here, play the play the play the clip, and then I I'll, we can talk some more about it, I guess. But which I mean, like there are choices. Do you want the final call of what was an epic comeback? Sure. Because again, I, I think it's important to note what was happening in this game at the time that it occurred, and the final call that existed. Meanwhile, Jacksonville can set their sights likely on Kansas City. Here we go for the win. Got it, but there's a flag down. There's a flag down as everybody's running out onto the field, but there's a penalty marker. And they call it on the defense. Unbelievable. Uh, that, it, that is unbelievable. <laughs> Dungy just offering nothing there, by so the look, way. I, I, Michael, just just I, offering I, no help. Al Michaels is a legend in the business, and he's had a great career. I was more surprised that was him. Tony Dungy, I would have guessed that 100 times. You could have told me he was going to call the game, and I would have I would have assumed. So Tony, more. Tony so, Dungy, that's Tony Dungy. He's kind of like a ghost at times up on set. I mean, that's just, that's Tony Dungy. Um, and and Al I'm Michaels glad, was I'm, the surprising part. I'm glad that NBC, with the most watched show, in television for like 10 years running football night in America chose Tony Dungy and Jason Garrett to anchor their coverage. A, yeah, so um, it would actually be better with like just two scarecrows, a ghost and it, a computer. I understand Tariko uh, in, in Colin and in, uh, in Collinsworth, who, by the way, were terrific last night in that game. Uh, they were already calling the next day's game. So they had to have a secondary crew. I get that. And I'm fine with them bringing out Michaels back. 
Like that wasn't, but if you're going to have Al Mike, you got to pair him with somebody else. And then Al Michaels put together, I thought like he thought it was Thursday night, crappy Amazon prime broadcast. And he was mailed it in already for the season. Well, like, I mean, in the first half, again, no one would the, blame him, but then like when the game got interesting, the calls all remain the same. And it looks like Lawrence got another session. I'm like, they just took the lead, Al. Uh, th- there's like a lot going on in this game. It's like a huge upset based on how many points they were down. That was just, it was, it was hard. It was like between the Mr. January and this, it was like one of the themes of the weekend was like being annoyed by the broadcast crews. And I don't find myself normally caring all that much about the broadcast crews. Like we've talked about the ones we think are good or not. And Jason Garrett should never be on a television ever again. But well, he's, he's going to next year. Again, I believe. He didn't take a head coaching job in, with, know, in college. Everything, like, what TV exec just sat in there and thought, this is the guy. This is well, the super Brock interesting. Well, Purdy's a good football player, and I just think the 49ers are such a good football team. That's everything he says, just like football player, football team. <laughs> well, that's just a good football team. Well, guess who's going to be doing pregame? He's never said a single interesting thing. This is why you should listen to 106.5 The Wolf on Saturday. But the Chiefs game, by the way, is on NBC. Uh, but that'll be Mike Trico and Chris Collinsworth on the TV well, side. Well, that'll be a but, good football game. Between Mahomes? And Trevor Lawrence? Mahomes is just a good football player. What do you think of Doug Peterson? Oh, he's a good football coach. Yeah. I have a very limited Jason Garrett impersonation. Text line said your impersonation of Cody was spot on. They liked your impersonation of Cody. Text line was a big fan of that. You want me to do a Cody impersonation? Well, I mean, weird. Patrick Mahomes is definitively, definitively a better quarterback (laughs) than Trevor Lawrence. (laughs) To me... I just don't think the Jaguars have a chance in this game. I'm not taking them seriously, and neither should you. I didn't say any of those things. But that's something you might say later this week. I hadn't planned on it. Alex, how'd I do? I mean, it's pretty good. I mean, earlier earlier you did like the exact void, but that's the sentences that he was. I was just repeating what he had said. Yeah, earlier when you repeated it, it sounded very similar. But that that vibe, that those are sentences we've discussed on the show before. Mm -hmm. Similar? Mm -hmm. We have. I and and it's not personal because I just can't do a gold impersonation. You can't? I don't know. I don't think hmm. that you, because I just don't think. It wouldn't sound comedic enough gotcha. to do it over the top. <laughs> yeah, you're not cartoon character. <laughs> Thank, <enough. laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Great. Let's get to a random question of the day. Random question. For you, Gold. For you, Nick. Over on the text line, 913-586-7610. Of course, the random question today brought to you by the window source of Kansas City. All right. I think it's probably time our show discuss it. What? Do you like this commercial? Whopper, 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 junior, double, triple, whopper, impossible, or bacon, whopper, I rule this day. Very simple. It's obviously a great commercial because we all like know it. It's obviously a great commercial and jingle because we all know it. But that doesn't mean we can't hate it. Oh, you can hate it. This reminds me of a year it's or like two ago. like baby back ribs, right? Oh, we Apple can still beef. hate it. I hope the guy who's thing. singing that song gets appendicitis. <laughs> or um, slips and falls shoveling his driveway and, I don't know, like cracks his pelvis. But not in a serious way. Wow. It just has well, to like. cracking your pelvis is serious. It remind, like Cody, you said, it's it's a lot like the, the Applebee's song. My girl is banging. She's so low God, I hate this one. Way worse than the Whopper commercial. Like that's 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 
that's worse. If you had to listen to one every car ride for a week, only one of those oh, on repeat. I, I would the, dive the, into on, oncoming traffic. That's what I would do. I That's would. I would. You just jump out of your car? Yes. I would rather listen to the Applebee's song than the Whopper Whopper. Junior. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because Whopper, that, that was Whopper, actually. Whopper, dude, stop. Whopper. Stop. The, the, and I'm the, not even joking. The Don't do it again. The Applebee's song is at least a real like a real song. Why, Nick? It's funny. It's funny how it's mad not, it is. But it's on a date night. <laughs> Got to buy my street, stay with the He's less annoyed by that one. <laughs> he doesn't want to hear Whopper, 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 Whopper again. I don't like either one of them. They both make me want to shove an ice pick into my ear. Wow. I kind of thought maybe some people would say they liked it. It's catchy. It gets stuck in your head. I mean, it is abrasive. They run that ad a shocking amount of time on NFL. I don't know how much time they bought up, but it must be billions of dollars worth. Whopper, 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 whopper. Dude. <laughs> What's it mean this time? It was People Alex. are literally driving their cars off the road right now because of you. They're going to come into the workplace. No, they're wrecking. Look at look at the look at Shawnee Mission Parkway. There's cars all over just running into the median. This isn't okay. I like how the guy's like, "Hey man, we've got four different types of whopper. We need to write a song about it." He's like, "I got it. Whopper, 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 whopper. That's it. No other words in between. God. Just just the word whopper over and over again." By the way, just, uh, just quick round round <laughs> yeah, table. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh-huh. When's the last time you guys had Burger King? Oh, uh, two weeks ago. What? What? I was gonna say years. Two weeks I, ago. Dude, I don't. I had a college. Whopper, maybe? I had a Whopper, Whopper, Whopper two weeks ago. <laughs> Why? So the ads are working on you because I heard Whopper, Whopper, and I couldn't resist. It. No, you did not. I actually don't mind Burger King. Did their, you have a Whopper though, for real? Be, their fries used to be way better. Their well, fries. How did, well, how does your body feel about Burger King? I'm here, aren't I? <laughs> That's not the metric for which we should be operating. I actually think their hamburgers aren't that bad. I actually think the Whopper's pretty damn good. I actually think the Whopper's good. The, fries, had a the fries used to be much better. Not all Burger Kings are created equal either. There's one location in town that is the worst. So multiple people are saying that Cody is ripping off Bob for playing Ooh. the Whopper commercial. Why? He's, he, oh, he yeah. played it this you morning. You know what? You're right. You're right. <laughs> Bob, the person who adamantly destroys you regularly, so you should side with him. Is the I'm only not siding person, with him. I'm just sharing. Is the only person discussing one of the most discussed topics in America. Right? It's just him, though. Go anywhere on social media. Every single ESPN person, like everyone is talking about these Whopper commercials. They've so, infiltrated. So are you saying Bob ripped you Pop off? Pop culture. No, I'm saying Did that it is Did you say it in the group text? Did you say it in the group text and then Bob ripped you off? No, I don't think anybody said it in the group text. Well, you might have said it and then maybe I don't know. Bob I paid, stole it from you. I pay very little attention to the group text. Well, maybe you I did s- find out that that's how Alex got a date, but I'm trying to help you here, Cody. Sure, if you Bob ripped me off. Okay, there we go. Yeah, it was me. I had it first. I mentioned it to him in passing on Friday night, and I can't believe he took it to the air so Monday Bob before Fesco, I had a chance. According to Cody Tap, Bob yep. Fesco is a con man. Is stealing content from yes, Cody. Yes, it's correct. That's what Cody's alleging. I'm stating as a fact, not alleging anything. But I, dude, the proof of burden that he didn't rob it for me is on him. I don't think I have ever had a whop a Burger King cheeseburger. I guess we've already well, we, talked we've, about yeah, this. You, yeah, you haven't had a single fast food hamburger in your life. Wendy's. No, I've had oh, Wendy's. Wendy's is it. I and still, Hardee's. I've had Wendy's, Hardee's. And, but never McDonald's hamburger and never a Whopper from Burger King. Yeah, or never any burger from Burger King. I've had, like, yeah. their chicken fries when I was in college. Chicken maybe. fries. I, I'm actually a big fan of the chicken fries. And it was fries. a pinch. Wow. It wasn't, like, my first choice. Chicken fries are actually pretty damn good. Great concept. Like, there are, like, I would say four or five fast food chains right near the same location near my house. Burger King is one of them. Never visits.
just never there. I just That's feel like not there's the something. I, I feel like there's something sketchy going on inside mean? in Burger King, what and I don't know what it is. What do you, what? What do you? What do you mean? You know what I mean. Don't what do make me. What do you think is sketchy about Burke? I don't know. Some illicit activity. Why? I mean, look at it. It's a burger joint. Yeah, but it always like Burger Kings. Doesn't matter. It could be brand new Burger King. It always looks like <laughs> so, it could use a facelift. Like it from, could use like a, a bath. Oh, there's some locations that are nicer than others. From the seven eight five, someone says they're sitting in the Burger King parking lot at the Legends right now, eating a burger. But the burgers from Whataburger next door. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, you didn't read the last line. And there is no one in this parking lot. Oh. <laughs> That's one thing about Burger King. Why do you think they're, they had to launch a creative marketing campaign? Yeah, Nick, I'll, make, whopper, whopper, whopper. I'll make you a deal, Nick. We will never play that again on this show. Well, I can't agree. I don't know if I can whopper. agree to that. Oh, yeah. yeah. If you'll eat a Whopper on air. Play it every day. Play By it way, every if day. Any, if, every day you'll hear that? Play it every day. There's a Burger King right down the street from us here at work. I've definitely gone there after work before. Is it th- that's the good thing about Burger King is if you ever just want a quick burger and don't want to have to wait in line, go to Burger King. Wow. Yeah. You're just taking shots. You realize that like we're at a radio company and places advertise. Oh like, yeah. We wouldn't want to Yeah, do they? I've been here for two years. Guess how many Burger King ads we've aired? I don't None. know, man. They're Actually, obviously spending money. Here. I think this one is part of an ad that might air yeah, occasionally. They, unfortunately, they didn't even have to pay for this one. So why would they ever give us money? We're giving them free advertising. <laughs> the king, uh, by the way, I don't know if there is a show in America that gives away more <laughs> free advertisements than Cody and Gold. <laughs> I, you know, Gold didn't mention the name of the bar. He almost got assaulted at. So, you know, we kept one name off. I think that's probably for his safety, to be fair. Like the guy's going to come find us. <laughs> yeah. He says what parties. Someone said, Gold, there's one across the street from your apartment. I don't know how you know that, sir, or whoever's texting Wait, me. But is there, there is one very close to my apartment. Oh, no. But, um, there is. No, that's why I've gone. That's, it's, there's, a, there's a McDonald's and a Burger King, I mean, right next to each other. I'll bet you right Burger King is the number one fast food establishment in America that maybe sells weed out of the drive through window. <laughs> maybe. Wow. I said maybe, in a, wow. which means allegedly, which means you can't sue me. Is that how that works? Where do you I think? Don't know. I wonder where Burger King ranks amongst American not, fast Actually, food. not very high. They, uh, there was actually. Oh you're gonna, no! You're gonna way. laugh. <laughs> no, because and you guys will make fun of me for this. There was an article. Um, <laughs> was it the Casey Business Journal? I don't think it was Casey Business Journal. It might have been a <laughs> national, a national public. <laughs> they, they just they're putting in like millions and millions of dollars into revamping some of their locations and marketing and right, trying to invest in their staff and all this kind of stuff because they have fallen behind the other big three or so. What are, the, what are the big three? It does appear, according to this most recent report I'm looking at now, they are still seventh, holding strong. Yeah. Okay, let me guess. Let me guess. I'm going to go here. McDonald's sure. one. Yep. Wendy's two? Uh, no, Wendy's isn't. It's above Burger King, but they're Wait, at are six. Are these only burger joints or are these just nope, fast No, these food? are fast food. Okay, so Taco Bell two? Taco Bell's four. Uh, Subway, does that count? That's three. Okay, Subway doesn't have McDonald's a drive obviously though. McDonald's obviously one. Some Subways do. The one in Midtown has McDonald's a drive one of them. What's number two? What are we missing? McDonald's is one. So you're missing two out of the top. Six above Burger King. Chick-fil-A. That's mm-hmm. fifth. Mm-hmm. Okay, what is number two? This one's tough. Starbucks. Uh, I, not, I yeah, never would have got that. Uh, but I was right. Yeah, Burger King's investing $400 million to revive U.S. sales and reduce adver- two, next spend over the next two years on advertising and all this. And this was, yes, an article I so, read back in September. So we can continue to hear this Whopper commercial yeah. so many times at $400 million. Or just million. new ones. New ones. Maybe new jingles. He used to be the jingle master. You're, you they stuck made... with that king for a while. They finally had to ditch that, huh? The king. I, I know we're, uh, that was a good marketing ploy. I know oh. we're kind of up against it here, but mm-hmm. I, just real quick. Is there any fast food joints that you guys under no circumstances will visit? 
Like Ooh. one fast food joint that you're just like gross. How can anybody eat there? I pretty much never go to Subway. I would like any sub place. The only time I eat Subway is if you're on a road trip because they're at every truck stop ever. Yeah. That's true. But that's it. I would prefer any other sub place be made available. What to about me. Arby's? You know what? Underrated curly fries, though. Uh, dude, I, I will curly eat fries Arby's. Are good. Curly I know fries are good. I will absolutely tear into some roast beef sandwiches. Yeah. Big beef and cheddar? Fine. Yeah. And it was like, I got oh. no problems there. Nothing like, against oh, Arby's. Have you seen how they make it? It starts as a gel. I don't care. I don't care how it starts. I care how it finishes. <laughs> it finishes strong. Yeah, I don't know if there's one like... Do we peel behind the curtain of every fast food place you eat it, sir? Yeah. It's not a yeah. better situation than the I don't know gel. if there's one that I would never... I mean, I haven't been to a Hardee's in about 15 years. What? But... Dude, Hardee's is like the one that I feel like it's almost elevated fast food. It's good. Elevated? Oh, yeah. Wait, hold, stop. You, oh. Did you just say elevated fast oh, food yeah. and elevate, elevate your game, man. Now we're really going through and just bad-mouthing every fast food. It's a great no, strategy. I'm great strategy. I'm, I'm, propping up, I'm propping up Hardee's. Oh, someone said Captain D's. Well, thick burger? Wait, there's no way a Captain D's. No one's ever been in one. I they're, don't even know what that they're is. They're front for money laundering or something. I've never seen anyone in a Captain oh, D's. Oh, what about Long John Silver? So I actually used to like Long John Silver, but I didn't get the fish there. I would get the L, the L6, the two chicken planks, Hush Puppies, fries. I haven't been there in 25, 30 yeah, They eight, closed eight, most eight of the I don't know. There might only be I think a I was in Salina. They've clo- well, they've closed most of the locations. Yeah. They've closed most of those. But the chicken planks were pretty damn good. Somebody is uh, saying that they could say the same thing that you're saying about all these fast food joints at about Crapotle, as Excuse they call me? it. Look, even though they're on my... They've wronged you! Even though Chipotle is on my you-know-what <laughs> list because they said I want a year of burritos and only gave me a free entree instead, um, that's still still my place. Which you've already eaten. Still my place. I already ate there again, yeah. Still my place. Even though it's, well, you're not you know, even taking a stand. I'm going to email oh, them. I'm going to email them. Look, just it's, immediately it's, uh, went back in. He's going to order tonight and pay. Look, he's every, supposed to have a year's worth yeah, of free Chipotle. Look, every, every relationship has its ups and downs. Right now, so we're big down right now in my relationship with Chipotle. It's, it's a little frustrating. Promises were made. Commitments were made. And you didn't keep the commitment. But that's when you take a stand. That's when you draw a line in the sand and say, this is unacceptable. Otherwise, how are you ever going to convince them to change? Put him one pair of jewelry store twenty dollars plastic earrings, and he was back in. It didn't even. It wasn't even like a real gift in the honeymoon. Okay, cycle. I love you too. <laughs> Forgive you. I'm just saying. I'm saying for those of you listening out there, Kidoba, I'm. I mean, hit me up. Hit me up. <laughs> he's not. He's not formally requesting a trade, but. Do you want to see? He's your, unhappy. I just want to know, like, if you run Costa Vida, a local, you too, Costa Vida. If you run a local Qdoba okay. or Longboard, if you run a local Qdoba, what do you <laughs> no. think they can increase their raking? Like their their quarter one profits. If Alex goes there, at instead. least four percent. Yeah, think about that. You're always looking for a way. This is the way. Yeah, trade proposal, fast food trade proposal. A point one percent Chipotle customer could be yours. That's the trade. Play That's the right. trade that can be made. <laughs> All right, coming up next, we get to the 1 o'clock hour. Uh, we'll get back into some football. We'll tell you something that you can have a chance to win on Thursday and what's happening with the other quarterbacks. There's Kelsey to the end zone. Cody and Gold brought to you by Gan Asphalt and Concrete. For asphalt, concrete, and parking lot maintenance, Gan Asphalt and Concrete. One contractor, all things parking lot. Trusted in Kansas City since 1994. Online at gannasphalt.com. Don't miss the Chiefs Red Half Hour every day at 1130 on your official broadcast partner of the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Rally House, shop every team in town. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.